Good morning, I'm Bruce, uh, one of the uh, lay ministers at St Thomas's Church. You're very welcome to morning prayer. We'll just wait this morning for one or two others to, to join us. Hope you've been enjoying the sunshine and the gardens are now enjoying uh, the rain. We're going to be using Lectio uh, 365. This morning, I'm going to adapt it slightly, but uh, do follow it if you if you're able to by looking up Lectio 365 online. There'll be plenty of pauses, plenty of chances to to think and to pray and to contemplate. Do include your comments. It's lovely to see some are awake already and joining us, and. Uh, Later on, I'll be asking you to include prayer needs. So welcome. If you want to look up the passage, it'll be from Acts chapter 10. So as we enter prayer now we pause to be still to breathe slowly to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of god god of welcome you invite us into your family we sit at your table and savor your word to us this morning. Help us to receive all the nourishment you have for us today, we pray. We choose to rejoice in God's creativity today, joining with the ancient praise of all his people in the words of Psalm 19. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make him known. It is said that all of creation speaks of God's worth. And I wonder which part of God's creation speaks most loudly to you of God's greatness and his care. For me, it's got to be sunsets. The colours, the majesty, the changing fluctuations brilliance of sunsets which not only speak but to me shout of God's goodness and greatness. Do let me know which bit of God's creation speaks or even shouts to you most of his goodness and his greatness.
As we turn now to our New Testament reading in Acts 10, we need to know that uh, during this week, Lectio 365 has been following the whole passage and has highlighted the taboo-challenging and rule-breaking nature of early church hospitality. And we join the story when Peter is sharing the good news of Jesus with a crowd gathered at the home of Cornelius the centurion. So Acts chapter 10 verses 44 to 48. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptised with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. I pause just to read one or two comments. It's lovely to greet people this morning. And Wendy's sharing that rainbows for her do it. For her as they proclaim God's goodness and greatness. Yeah, can't disagree, Wendy. So from this passage we read Peter's friends were being slightly shocked and confused when God fills the centurion with his Holy Spirit. There is few further confusion as the centurion's friends and family who are not of Jewish descent had their preconceived ideas of what it meant to be part of God's family completely upended. God lavishly shared his presence and his gifts with Gentiles now. And I wonder what Peter's face looked like as he hadn't actually finished preaching and yet all heaven was breaking loose around him. How generous and inclusive God was being. So as we turn to prayer shortly, please do include uh, your prayer needs in the feed. But let's just pause for a moment to consider how this passage might apply to us today. Let us ask God's Holy Spirit to fill each of us. Let us God's, ask God's Holy Spirit to each to fill each of those for whom we're going to pray today. 
let's ask God's Holy Spirit to fill family, neighbours, friends. I wonder, what would it look like if God made himself known personally in powerful and personal ways to these people and to us? Understanding that nobody is left out of God's love and forgiveness. So we come to pray now for those on our hearts, for those places in God's world where there is need. And for those situations where his Holy Spirit is needed too. So please join me as we pray for God's world and those in need. Lord, we come before you knowing that there are parts of your world that are aching. We think of America with their huge spike in the number of coronavirus cases. We think of Yemen, Lord, where poverty and hunger and devastation are so rife. And pray for all those emergency services seeking to help them. We pray, Father, for our own country. We pray against a second spike in the virus. We pray that as we understand and get used to a partial relaxation of measures that we would understand how important it is still to stay safely distant to prevent any spike. We pray for those, Father, who are in fear, for those who don't know you, who don't understand your love for them, who are anxious, who are depressed, who are overly concerned of what's going on for them. We pray too, Father, for uh, the Methams as they uh, move, have moved up to Gloucester. find it quite incredible, Lord, that they've gone and do pray that you'd help them as they settle in, as they get unpacked, as they get used to their new surroundings. Will you bless them and help them and encourage them? Help Kat in her new responsibilities. Help Ali as he remains with us for another couple of weeks. Bless him and help him with all that needs to be done and concluded here. And we ask a blessing on the PCC and all those with responsibilities, Father, that you would guide and lead. And above all, Father, we pray for a new vicar. We pray for those victims of the stabbings in Glasgow, for their families and all those 
who are sad, those who are bereaved, Father. Asking for your grace and your help. For those two in Reading, Father, who have lost loved ones and are saddened and are grieving, meet with them, O Lord, we pray. And we ask too, Father, for those of us who are wondering what our jobs are looking like going forward, for those who are in fear of losing their jobs, for those who've been on furlough, and for those of us who just are uncertain, Lord, may you bring your peace, we pray. And may we conclude these prayers in the words of the Lord's Prayer, saying whatever version we're comfortable with as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And as a, a final thought on hospitality based on our passage could we think about how our hospitality might be affected? It's really hard, isn't it? Not being able to be hospitable, to have people around. Perhaps we can begin to think of creative ways of including others in our meals, in our snacks, in our times of fellowship. We pray, Lord, you would guide us in these things. A final prayer. It says, Jesus, I confess that I find it easier to extend hospitality to people like myself, and I rarely look beyond the enjoyable and compatible to invite someone unexpected or even controversial to my home, explode my narrow vision, and teach me the kind of hospitality that transforms lives. Thank you, Lord, that Psalm 145 reminds us that the Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. So, Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and all we say. 
Amen. So thank you for joining me this morning, morning prayer. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you that most of them, all of them, were polite and kind. We look forward to meeting again tomorrow on Sunday at 10am for our morning worship. Everyone is most welcome. So I pray that you have a good day, uh, despite the drizzle. But above all, that you'll know God's company and his grace in your day. God bless you all.